0: Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: <laughs> Alright, we're
2: ready. We're ready. We're, ready. All we're right. totally ready.
3: It's real. Let's do it. This one's you- you are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesota mm-hmm, accents. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. I'm Amanda. And <laughs> this is our first time recording a normal episode in, like, six weeks? Six years.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> like the... Penny moons <laughs> the old lady from titanic it's been 84 years
3: <laughs> i it feels a little weird to get back into it but i'm i super legit excited. don't
0: know how to do this anymore so <laughs> rusty we're i've forgotten rusty. everything
3: we're new at this um, we're
2: a rusty trombone
0: <laughs> yeah wait no wait maybe wait I how many Google drinks that? have i had
2: mid-episode yeah, I, <laughs> I was deeply upset by it.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh this week we have a very, very special fan pick because <laughs> Whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Um, very, very special. Very, Wait, very special. Extra very? Extra uh, very because. Soup's
0: torts very special.
3: Uh our fan picker <laughs> Phil Watkins.
0: What um, did Mr. Watkins select for us today?
3: Well, first he selected a different topic, and we went to him hat in hand, and we were like, we cannot achieve this, and um, (laughs) (laughs) we're not in the right headspace, we can't do it, and he was such a gentleman and gave us a backup topic pick, and I hope that this episode does him justice. So thank you, Phil. Um yes. Phil selected the topic of airport antics. Ooh, I
0: love it. This is a good one. Yeah.
3: yeah. There was a lot of space to maneuver with this one. Yeah, thank you. Which god. I appreciated. Yeah. Um, airspace. Oh airspace. <laughs> oh my god, we're All so right, god, I'm off All the right. show.
2: I hate what? this. I think <laughs> we're rusty.
3: We're rusty. <laughs> Amanda, Uh, I need more wine already. What is our wine crime pairing for airport antics? (laughs)
0: Y'all. Y'all.
2: Is it a tiny bottle of like.
0: Okay, no, but I had like an amazing (laughs) revelation last night that if we do an episode of like crimes on airplanes, Mm
1: -hmm. I could pair Mm -hmm. it
0: with black box boxed wine. Mm -hmm. And I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God, this is a perfect pairing. I'm so excited. And then I remembered that (laughs) the episode is not about airplanes. It's about airports. So I tabled that. So we're going to have to circle Mm. back and do airplanes another time. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: uh, I found a wine that's local to the Midwest. Oh, that's called Airport Road. (laughs) Whoa. Literally. (laughs) It's the Airport, Airport Road, Road Marquette. Yes. And this is a Sounds winery delicious. out of Iowa. Yes. It's in Where Iowa. you will be visiting in just a few short days. Correct. Um, Phil had recommended I pick something from Total Wine. So, gala darn it, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Marquette grapes are probably grapes you really haven't heard of because they were created by science right here at the University of Minnesota.
1: Science, science, science. (laughs) Science, science. There's no
0: way to know, no, no. (laughs) They are genetically engineered and designed with the Midwest in mind. Mm. This cold, hardy hybrid red grape varietal has been growing in Iowa's Airport Road Vineyard since 2014. Airport Road Vineyard.
1: (laughs) I'm not
3: gonna lie. None of this sounds appealing to me. Sure don't, but I love it. So Iowan. Oh, I I don't know. know. Nothing fancy here. It's just the airport road vineyard.
0: I don't know. (laughs) It's a vineyard right off the frontage road down the street from the airport. So why don't we just call it airport road vineyard? Oh, my God. Uh, Rolling out Marquette grapes (laughs) for four years. Here we go. No, I'm sure it's great. Actually, I'm actually pretty excited to try it. It has moderate acidity, and uh, these grapes make a wine that's soft on the palate with nice fine grain tannins. So you're not going to get like all that sediment and goo at the bottom of your glass, and it's not going to be like super tannic. Uh, yeah, right. I can I can fuck with that. Fuck with that. The flavor profile has notes of cherries and berries, black pepper, and spice. Cherries, cherries and berries, berries, which sounds pretty (laughs) reminiscent of grenache. So this could just be my new favorite like zombie varietal. I love it. It's also a 2018 Iowa State Fair award winner.
2: Wow,
0: accolades, accolades Mm. up the wazoo! And it's their first estate single vineyard wine. So exciting. All right. Uh, This baby retails at about $18 and unfortunately is not widely distributed. So a lot of you (laughs) folks are not going to be able to find it. And I am so, so, so sorry.
3: But congratulations, (laughs) everyone, near Airport Road. Yeah. We'll see you at the State Fair.
0: We'll see you next (laughs) year at the State Fair. And in the meantime, I'm raising a glass to you, Airport Road Vineyard. (laughs) I love it. All Uh, right. She's a papper, so I am going to extract the cork using a nice pap winged wine opener. Corkscrew. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> winged wine opener. I always want to say wine key, and I've been doing so well, but I haven't had to say it in so long, and then I forgot, and now I don't know what my life is anymore. <laughs> Everything's meaningless.
3: Nothing makes sense.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: You
0: got it.
2: Shall we pop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do it.
3: Ooh. Ooh. An airport road pop. Airy pop. <laughs>
2: Iowan pop. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, let's right. just
0: keep doing this. Let's do it. <laughs>
3: Struggling through it. Lucy, what is the background and maybe psych for airport antics? Uh, I just got to say first that I just made a connection.
2: Ah, I didn't even mean to make that joke, but I made a connection. (laughs) I had a nightmare last night that I had to go back to my f- former job that I left over a year ago and I was like an hour and a half late and I forgot my laptop and I was trying not to let my boss see me. Anyway, mm-hmm. it reminds me of what's happening right now because we haven't recorded in like a oh, month and a half. Oh, I
1: thought you were going we're to relate this
2: late to
0: being at to an airport. airport. That's why I was yeah. just like <laughs> silent waiting for this story to connect. It's Connection. Like,
2: uh... Okay. I was... Anyway.
0: Cool anecdote.
2: My stress <laughs> is seeping from my waking life into my dreams. Great. So yeah. that's always a good thing. Good. Talk space. <laughs> 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 okay. So airports. There is actually quite a lot of psychology in airports. Go fucking figure.
0: Oh no. Um, Mind I control. Wanna...
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of um subconscious design things which i will get into right now Mm. the font that is used in many modern airports is called fruitager okay or maybe fruit tiger which i let's go with that fruit tiger Fruit Tiger, which was invented specifically for use in Paris's Charles de Gaulle
0: Airport. <laughs> Nailed it! Nailed it! Uh, Robert Duvall Airport. <laughs> My favorite airport in existence. No so relation. Many sequels.
1: No, no it's relation. Famous Parisian. The... An
0: early famous Parisian. <laughs> Okay. Trust
1: me. Lifted the
2: country out of the ashes of World War II.
0: Robert (laughs) Duvall.
2: Okay. Um, Other fonts most commonly used for signage are Helvetica and Clearview. So just, you know, uh, sans serif, easy to read. And for every, uh, I think it's every inch high the letters are, you can see them for 40 feet. So they have to, like, have a certain height to them, which is cool. Wow, huh. um, that's assuming that you don't have bullshit vision like I do. I, I can't read say, a fucking I, thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Design wise, airports have as many windows as possible with views towards the tarmac, so you can orient yourself and also some, kind of subconsciously reassure yourself that like business is happening, die. planes are fl- are taking off and landing, like sh- like things are progressing.
3: Oh, I guess I never. Thought about why there were so many windows, but that makes sense.
2: Well, I uh, this is the first reference of many to talk about these little tricks that get people to spend more money in an airport. Oh, yeah.
3: A lot of money spent in an airport. I have definitely I can never fallen
0: victim to an airport spa hour that cost me like $250. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> amounts of money. Yeah. But
0: I need it, though. Um, I need it. So I stressed. was super
2: close to dropping $200 to spend two hours in that Arab Emirates... Whatever yep. Yep. little place where you get a couch and like an outlet to yourself.
0: Fortunately, mm-hmm. we were smart, even though we were already so jet lagged and got a hotel in the airport instead for the same amount with more <laughs> amenities and beds.
3: <laughs> with and bed. we tried to sneak
2: Scott in and he totally got caught by the front desk people because Scott's not sneaky.
3: <laughs> no, Scott stands out. We're so it was big. a long night. Is He also what was not wearing his
0: at. glitter jacket, so he was pretty incognito yeah Mm. that's true
2: um okay so direct sunlight is also subconsciously appealing or like consciously appealing um so stores near windows are frequented more often big sculptures and artwork serve a purpose too both as Mm. a point of reference to help people navigate and also to encourage people to spend more money by developing a sense of place instead of like the sterile atmosphere of an airport
3: okay that makes a little bit more sense because the doha airport that i fly through a lot now to get back to the states for live Mm -hmm. shows uh has ridiculously oversized statues like floor to triple height ceiling massive (laughs) sculptures and they're all of like sad stuffed animals
1: (laughs) oh
2: ew Like credit cards (laughs) to get people to spend more money. No, that's not the image. Yeah, I said it.
3: Yeah, no, these stuffed animals are are way worse, though. Yeah, I need to. I'm going to I'm going to upload to the drive the photo of the most recent one because it is ridiculous. It's just like a sad wooden Mickey Mouse drooping with with X's for eyes. What the fuck? It's it's Uh bizarre. I'm going to send you guys a photo.
2: What committee approved something like that?
3: Right? And it's not just like this particular installation, it's like for the last several years these have been the sculptures.
2: Mm, I don't like that. I wouldn't reneg on that contract. Mm-hmm. Hate Hide okay. it. Hide it. <laughs> um hallways 10 out usually 10. have hide it. Okay. Hallways usually have hard linoleum flooring while the gate areas are carpeted to create a sense of coziness and calm. It also encourages spending money.
0: Uh, I feel like instead it creates an environment of seeing every stain and feeling like it's the grossest, like, cummiest area of the airport. (laughs) There's, like, always a yogurt stain and, like, a kid is rolling in it and it's just the worst.
3: Cheerio crumbs everywhere. I saw a child in the Boston airport when I was there recently. And his parents were distracted, like arguing about something, and he was maybe like four years old. And he, I saw him just put his mouth on <laughs> the rim of a trash can and yep. just hold it there. And yep. then his mom saw him, and she was like, "What the? Children are just." I
2: once made a
0: kid cry in the airport because he came up to me and he was looking at my blue hair and he asked me, he couldn't have been more than like three, and he asked me why my hair was blue. And with a straight face and just like sunken eyes, I was so tired. I just <laughs> stared at him and I said, it's from eating too many blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> and he started crying, and his parents just started <laughs> laughing. And I was like, "You're good parents."
3: Now he has a phobia for life. Okay, I yeah, uploaded you'll the photo. Never eat
0: blueberries again.
3: I uploaded the photo on the drive. So, oh, no. oh my fine. god,
0: that's horrific!
3: <laughs> what is it? It's Why, like it's a clown. Mouse Why would you
0: do that? It's a clown. Is it? Yes, that's its hair. Yeah, that's Why a clown. Would you do that, you, you bastard! That's a clown. <laughs>
3: oh why well why am i not saying oh
0: oh we're oh. done we are not friends this anymore.
3: will be on the blog you're a bad
0: person
2: <laughs> okay you know what it is it's a combo bet- of mickey mouse pinocchio
0: and dumbo at least
3: yes it's a clown it's yes a fucking clown
0: okay continue
3: all right you know, i don't hate
0: it i hate it <laughs> i definitely hate it it's horrible you should be ashamed of
2: yourself it's saddened at the racist history of Disney movies.
3: That is fine. Aren't that we all? All right, moving on. Okay.
2: Speaking of spending money, again, there is a phrase called the golden hour between when you pass security and when you board your flight. This is why they a. tell
0: you to be two hours early for a flight. It's I exactly why, it. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. Among a lot of reasons, you but don't it's You don't fucking need to be two
0: hours early for a flight.
2: It's not not a reason. Um, when people are in a more self indulgent mood, and will spend money on gifts and overpriced food, big time.
0: Always, always overpriced Those food. For Eleven
2: dollar soggy wrap. Yes, please. Yep.
0: Every well, time. That's what I
2: had for. Long- <laughs> I used the company card. We were on a Bless work trip. It. But yeah, it was a soggy fucking chicken Caesar wrap yeah. from Obon uh, Pan. Yeah. Is that where you got yours? Uh, I it
3: don't know. It e- was
2: over $11. It was mm-hmm. really gross. It's bullshit. Anyway, um, the big screens everywhere telling you like when, when you're going to board are helpful in a way to keep track of your time, but also they're everywhere as a way to reassure people that they have time to relax and shop. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. money. People spend about $7 per hour spent at the airport. So, automated services like a check in kiosk, you know, at the check in area, yeah. speed things up so that you have more time to spend more money. Mm-hmm. And then, also regarding those kiosks, another study showed that for every 10 minutes spent in the security line, people spend 30% less money on retail items.
3: Yeah, because you're upset. You want to just go sit mm-hmm. instead of like feeling good and treat yourself by that magazine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And also like just the time it's just a time factor. So mm-hmm. those automations are there to speed things up <laughs> to so you make can- more money.
3: Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: For stores, the more twisty and turny the layout is, so like think of a um, duty free shop. Mm-hmm. You have to like wind your way through the fucking store. Mm-hmm. Um, Let alone if the hallway to get to your fucking gate literally guides you through a duty-free shop, which I hate, Mm -hmm. um, the more people buy because they're passing every fucking item in the store. And especially those impulse items, like a 10-pound Toblerone. (laughs) Nobody needs that. Nobody needs
1: that. I
3: need that. (laughs) I agree. I need a 20-pound Toblerone. Yeah, it's been a rough week. (laughs) I need a ten pound toberone
0: roll that.
3: I will have
2: one FedEx to you from the Des Moines airport. <laughs> Thank you very much um, so stress and anxiety wise let's let's go into that. I can't people, wait my area are, of
0: expertise.
2: <laughs> people are more stressed when there is more than one line in something like security because they get obsessed with whose line is moving faster, so by design, they tend to have just one super long line. Mm, that actually makes sense. Huh. I get obsessed. Mhm. The only area of my life where I'm competitive is in like airport security lines. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and what's that movie, it might be Up in the Air with George Clooney, where he, there's like a whole scene where he's like, I know exactly how to pick the right line to go through security,
1: mm. and I
0: that plays in my head every time, where I'm like, people with kids, nope, old people, nope, it's like, yeah. you have to find, I was like, let me find a fucking millennial whose shoes are already off, and like their yeah. bag of liquids is already out, and nobody wears belts anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't pick need a, a belt. pale
2: person that you know is from the Midwest, so they'll be super apologetic for holding up the line at all. Pretty <laughs> much. Forty mm-hmm. percent um, of people have some amount of anxiety about air travel for a variety of reasons. They are less likely to travel on airlines where the staff might not might speak another language and. Um, more likely to spend money on nonstop and daytime flights. So the staff speaking another language doesn't make a whole lot of sense for travel in the United States or, you know, cause we, we've, e- everyone speaks English like all over the world. Not everyone, right. but you know, right? it's quite a common language and second language for many people. But in, in countries like Europe, where you might be just hopping a flight to a couple, a country, a couple countries away or something,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, People will people will usually choose an airline that is like based in their home country, where the whole staff and crew speak that language.
1: Oh,
3: that's that makes sense. I guess it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, got it, got it, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but those uh, daytime flights and nonstop flights also cost more money. Mm-hmm. So if you're not willing to just let it the fuck go, you're literally spending more money on on air travel. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. When you when you really
3: don't want to be on a plane anyway. So like
1: sometimes trains?
3: I've chosen daytime flights because it's harder to get like to and from the airport in the middle of the night.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
3: even if it doesn't matter to me, like if I'm flying to a city I don't know well, I don't really want to like get in at 1 a.m. and have to like find a cab to wherever I'm going, yeah. you know, That's weird. Uh-huh.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, seat upgrades sound good, but they are tied to a sense of guilt, again <laughs> Midwestern, a sense of guilt that decreases the desire to fly with that same airline again. So one
3: time I paid for a window seat, I had to pay for a window seat and oh, yeah. then my seat was against a wall that that particular spot had no window. Yeah, yeah. Not if you even want to pay for any kind window. of seat
0: selection at all anymore. You have to, or if you want to like make any kind of seat selection, you have to pay for it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't give a shit. It's gonna suck no matter where you sit. Mm-hmm. And well, now
0: you're getting charged to literally have like a carry on bag.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. it's that. Oh my god, I got ugh. Infuriating. So pissed. Mm-hmm. And then they don't even have enough room for all the carry-on bags, so sometimes I know. you still have to check your goddamn bag. I freaked yeah, out. They, they, they almost threw me checking. in the airport jail. I was I was <laughs> I was disgruntled.
0: She was she was white girl pissed yeah. about her airport situation. <laughs> and you do not want to encounter I that. Was she was, was I wanna speak her to her a manager to
2: record the situation pissed. Piss. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she is tweeting at I, Southwest Airlines right now.
3: I was yelling at a white male flight attendant, so I don't feel as bad. We will get
2: to the yelling at the crew portion of my segment in oh, just a good. moment. <laughs> um, Americans, in particular Kenyan,
1: <laughs> yep. are
2: fucking horrible in airports because we're so used to this Concept of unrestricted freedom and liberty, mm-hmm. and there are so many rules and lines and obstacles to getting to our gate. Not to mention invasions of privacy, like your luggage screening and the pat downs and everything that people just lose their shit because they like don't the control pat down. the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I personally like um, the pat down.
1: <laughs> Pe- people,
0: I'm so lonely. <laughs>
3: Amanda
2: pats herself down in the bathtub.
0: I do.
3: It's called a breast exam and we should all do it monthly. (laughs) It's
2: for my
0: health.
3: (laughs) Okay. People who have
2: high power or managerial jobs are more likely to be fucking assholes to those who they perceive as having less power, such as a TSA agent. Mm-hmm. Like, the,
0: like the businessmen yeah, that I yelled I'm at so, in the Chicago I'm... airport for being shitty in a restaurant.
1: I was oh, not yeah. having
0: it. You yelled at someone who was yelling at someone else? Yeah, I yelled at two men who were waiting behind me in line to be seated at a restaurant in the Chicago O'Hare airport. And the restaurant was busy, and I think they were a little short-staffed. And there were, like, a couple of open spots at, like, a lunch counter, but everything was seated by a host. And the host, you know seats What's people windy. in a certain section so that servers yeah. aren't getting too overwhelmed and tries to time things out. Like, there's a process to it. I right, don't... I, I understand hate it when people don't understand that. I it understand that people don't work in... All work in restaurants and don't get it. But, like, wait your fucking turn and be patient. And these guys, like, just go seat themselves. And then when the host goes over to explain, like, actually, there is a line and there are people waiting to be seated. And, like, we're seating this area. They were all fucking arrogant and indignant about it so i finally was just like i just turned and looked at them and i was like there's a process you need to be patient it's not all about you calm down mm-hmm. and then calm i got a free drink
2: <laughs> oh nice. that's
0: nice i hated them so much they were
2: experiencing horrible. airports with amanda is a special is a special <laughs> time yeah it can be
0: It really can be
2: because you you yourself are insanely stressed out, but you like take out your stress by being exceedingly polite to all of the staff. Yeah. And it gets us things like free upgrades for our car.
0: That's true. I'm really nice to the staff and really mean to all of like the lay people around me
2: (laughs) and the children asking why your hair is blue. Blueberries. Children. (laughs) (laughs) You should have said because I didn't go to bed on time. (laughs) oh my god i disobeyed my
0: parents i didn't eat my vegetables
2: (laughs) okay anyway um so classic cognitive dissonance is what we're talking about with here we go person who thinks that they that they are in charge and then they're fucking not in charge and that just destroys their self-image god forbid a person who is not used to taking orders from someone being in, an, like, being in an airport security line situation, yeah, threatens their self-image and causes frustration. Get the fuck over it. It's a fucking airport. Everyone's in the same boat.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Heard.
2: It's interesting to note that American passengers are less likely to behave this way to foreign airport personnel— It's, like, specifically targeted towards TSA agents in the United States, probably because they're less likely to know the language and the procedure, Yeah, so they'll just, like, calm the fuck down for a
0: couple minutes. The TSA is also, like, hot Chinatown garbage, so there's that.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that there are individual good apples in the tsa (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it's not so much the the employees themselves i get that
0: people are just doing their (laughs) jobs but it's like the institution that you represent Mm
2: -hmm. where amanda was this on the way to south africa when we were at some horrible airport and the tsa line was really fucked up and they just kept screaming all the way down yes (laughs) it (laughs) was it was in
0: jfk Mm-hmm. There's no
2: further instructions. You're not pointing anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. And they were just screaming at people. I think, so yeah, I
3: think they're so stressed and overworked. And then, yeah, yeah. They, it, the yelling is really unpleasant. Oh much. The oh frustration oh much. is like, because you just rocked up five seconds ago, but they've been doing this for years. All night. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They have Holiday zero patience. travel. Yeah,
0: kill me.
2: Now. I'm not blaming them, but sometimes it's just like, do you need to? Do you need to be screaming? Mm-hmm. It's not helping anyone. Okay, so flying also triggers a lot of phobias and anxieties, like specific ones such as crowds, strangers, germs, tight spaces, the concept of flying itself, mm-hmm. um, uh, and this one gets to me: the idea of fairness, like. Lines and people getting bumped to first class. Like, when you're just sitting around watching everybody else, it's really easy to feel, like, indignant about some stupid little
3: thing. I just get motion sick, and then I get anxiety about possibly getting motion sick, and then I mm-hmm. can't handle my shit. For me, it's about timing out my poops. Mm.
2: Mm. Like, if you a little bit have to poop right before you board a plane. Uh, uh. Then you like try to go force it and then you just end up sitting on the toilet for like 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. then it's not a good poop and then you have to poop again later anyway. Then you miss your flight.
3: Yep.
0: Then you miss your flight. However, pooping in the sky on a United Emirates flight is a luxury that I... There are a few things better than that. Seriously, and those those bathrooms are like nicer than my apartment. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. They have like
2: Nice lighting and And high ceilings. fancy soap. Oh, the soap smells so good.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Depends on if you're on a leg where the vast majority of passengers prefer squat toilets. Uh, Oh, yeah, and there's piss all over.
2: Mm -hmm. I had
3: to instruct a woman, lovely lady, but I had to. She asked for my help, and I had to instruct her on how to not Squat on the airplane toilet and just God. sit on it. It is
2: really odd that people who are from countries like that, who are used to squat toilets, don't
0: understand.
1: I, I mean, mean, it's, it's no not odd. It, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it makes perfect but sense.
0: That's how they know how to use the, the toilet. It
1: I know, just but it's sucks like, you it sucks because it
0: kind of gets everywhere.
1: <laughs> well...
3: I can yeah. see why sitting down would be gross to someone who's used to squatting. Like the fact that we sit on other people's butt sweat is pretty gross. But like, you gotta like go you with eat the eat flow. Off of Your ass. I don't your sit. Ass, I don't anyway. sit down on a squat toilet. Just saying. Don't squat on a sit toilet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> mutual respect. I'm not squatting my mom on hovers. your hovers.
0: Don't sit on a squat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, other way around. Other yeah. Way around. My, my pretty mom much. has a
2: hover a hover technique. I hover too. In like a porta potty?
0: Yeah, unless my back is
2: out. Yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> O'Hare, Chicago's O'Hare Airport sees the most overall passengers in the world. I believe mm. it. Yeah, if you've ever stood in line at O'Hare, you fucking get it. Dubai has the most international travelers. Dubai, Dubai, and Hong Kong handles the most cargo traffic. Hmm. The largest airport in the world is the King Fahd International Airport in Dammam. Hmm. Your mom, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Um, sitting on one hundred and ninety-two thousand acres of land, da which fuck? is bigger than the country of Bahrain. Yeah, why is it so huge? I've never even heard of this airport. And
0: I bet it's fucking empty all the time. No, I'm about to explain it.
2: Ugh. The airport itself is only only nine thousand acres. There are also shops, a mosque, a two hundred and fifty room Hilton hotel. And they have their own royal terminal, which is used for the royal family and government officials. Mm. Okay, that's making a little more sense. It'll make a little more sense, too. Um, It was named after the king of Saudi Arabia, who died in 2005. Design started in 1976. Construction began in 1983. And it did not open for commercial operations until 1999. Damn. Wow took a long-ass time to plan and build. Yeah. It was uh, used as a military aircraft storage space during the Gulf War, and the U.S. used it as storage during the Iraq War as well. Okay. There are also just a lot of flights in general out of this massively rich country, like like private flights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's that, too. So, yes, it's enormous, and yes, I'm sure there's a lot of wasted space, but there's a lot going on there, too. Okay. Okay. Oh, and there's also a whole section of the quote unquote airport that is an oil drilling facility. So what the fuck? There's Get that. that
3: oil.
0: So this is not an airport. This is like a tiny city. Basically. That also accepts and sends air traffic.
3: <laughs> In Doha, the like <laughs> gas station for the trucks that then fuel the airplanes themselves. We like pass it on the tarmac and it's called the fuel farm. Amazing. Aww. That's adorable. Anecdote.
0: Okay. The anecdotes the... today are fire. I'm loving them. <laughs> Do you mean flyer? Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the smallest airport in the world is on the Caribbean island of Saba, which sounds like. Isn't that a hummus? Oh, Sabra. Sabra. <laughs> oh, Sabra. Okay.
1: Oh my god. I just got really hungry.
2: <laughs> Where the Wancho-e-Yarskin <laughs> Airport <laughs> it. It. Okay.
0: <laughs> boasts a
2: 1,300-foot f- <laughs> commercial runway. Not that long. That is mm. not very long. Airlines need to get special permission to fly in or out of it because it's so tiny. Damn. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Um, Also noteworthy in terms of accommodation is the King Abdulaziz International Airport in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, which specializes in accommodating visitors to Mecca. So it has surges that make it the world's busiest airport at certain times. Oh, Hmm. interesting. And the Hajj Terminal can handle up to 80,000 passengers at one time. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, Fun fact, before airport codes were standardized, some just had two letters, and this was initiated in the 1930s when the National Weather Service used these two-letter codes to identify cities for pilots with a pretty logical naming convention. And as airports multiplied, this eventually became unmanageable, and the Weather Service either updated them with another letter in the city's name, like ATL for Atlanta, DEN for Denver... W.A.W. for Warsaw, or they just added an X on the end, hence L.A.X.
0: and P.D.X. Oh, okay. I'm so glad you explained that because I never understood the L.A.X. thing.
3: I I thought the X was for international. I don't know.
2: I did, too. That's what I thought. But Minneapolis, St. Paul.
3: Right. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about it that hard.
2: I know, but I thought it was international, too. And then my train of thought absolutely stopped abruptly right there.
0: Because this is the most boring thing to contemplate ever.
2: I mean, when you're sitting in an airport security line, it's either that or the Disney racist sculpture to your left Mm
1: -hmm. to ponder.
2: Um, Okay. This is very important. Are
1: you (laughs) listening? Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay. The Nashville International Airport just got a property-wide liquor license, so you can take your drink anywhere with you. Like you can Live drink at your in gate. Live show
3: Nashville. Live show Vegas in
2: rules. Y'all. <laughs> you can't do that at Vegas.
0: Well, I know, but it's like Vegas rules of the street in the airport.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Vegas Rocks. What happens at the Nashville airport stays at the Nashville airport. I want (laughs) to go
0: back to the Nashville airport. Uh, We've never
3: been because we drove. (sighs)
0: Sorry. Sorry about it. That was long. (laughs) Those
2: were long days. Yeah. Um, the Colorado Springs airport has a pot amnesty box where you can dump any weed that you like forgot you had in your purse.
3: Oh, (laughs) imagine the field day that the airport employees have who get to like empty the amnesty box. box. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like that's like the number one, like shift job. You have to like climb your way up the ladder to get there. I got amnesty box duty this week. I've made
2: forget, it. Forget high-paying managerial positions. You want that you night want janitor high job. You
3: high-paying managerial position. Oh,
0: God. Can you tell the person who smokes the least amount of weed on the show is Kenyon?
3: I haven't smoked weed in, like, I don't even Years. know how long. Yeah, a long time. Uh, since your,
2: since the day you got into an argument about anthropology versus whatever
3: else. Archaeology. Archaeology. Oh my
1: God. Not I'm an argument.
3: It. I just made a total ass of myself. He sent me a text, actually, after the episode aired. I had, like, forgotten about it, but I had said it oh, on the episode. No. He sent me a text. He's like, I'm so sorry. That's been haunting you. That makes you feel any better. I don't remember it at all.
1: Amazing. <laughs> like,
2: well that's kind of true of probably everyone's most embarrassing moments like nobody around you remembers that yeah right well
0: there are probably exceptions yeah yeah still I have a lot of exceptions (laughs) to that but sure Um, okay thanks for making me feel better
2: I have one more fun fact and this is just kind of cute London's Heathrow Airport features cars with loud horns that blast the distress calls of different species of birds to keep them away
0: from the runways.
1: Oh,
3: it <laughs> special bird call airport. Er, airport. Yeah, oh my that God, would I be my that. dream job. I mean,
0: to be fair, that is not really to protect the birds. That's like to keep a plane from being downed by a bird going right. into the fucking engine right. intake. But I understand that, super but uh, cute. can have two purposes. Yeah. Two birds, one stone, if you will.
3: <laughs> Two birds, one distress call. Yeah.
0: Amazing. They have different
3: distress Two calls. Two distress calls. Fine. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to correct that. Okay.
2: God damn it. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if You've had trouble making time for it in the
0: past. If you can't imagine fitting anything else in your life well with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a text message. It's so convenient. You can get something off your chest whether, whenever you need to. You can talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. You can just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. Like we said, no pants, no bras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has served me well, so well, so many times. Lots of uh, ups and downs in my personal life, (laughs) relationships, (laughs) stress with school. And, you know, we all have a lot on our plate. I, for one, have a lot on my plate. So being able to just, when it pops into my head, go to my phone, open up the app and go, oh, my God, what is happening in my life right now? Please help Mm me. Uh, And not have to log all of that information in the, like, nethers of my brain for a once or twice a month appointment is so amazing. I absolutely love Mm -hmm. it.
3: So, uh, the Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life's challenges that we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals and use the code gals to get $45 off your first month, and this is important, it also really shows your support for this show. So, go to Mm -hmm. Talkspace.com forward slash gals gals and use the promo code gals to get that 45 bucks off your first month treat your brain treat your brain green chef is a usda certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about green chef sends a wide variety of organic ingredients and imaginative mm, new recipes each week so
0: good And with Green Chef, it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options because meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. I am literally all of these.
1: I was super curious
0: about picking some stuff from the... Uh, The Paleo selection Mm. I recently did their salmon with red Pepper sauce Mm. and this is Absolutely gorgeous it's like a pan Seared salmon filet it's seasoned With a really nice herb mustard spice Blend Uh, and if you know me at all you know that Mustard is like
3: my jam Slap mustard on anything and I'll eat it
0: so good. And then you you whip up this side of green beans and grape tomatoes. I also love olives. This has Calmada olives in it, capers, garlic. It's like so savory and delicious. And then you have this sauce that you drizzle over. It's like a roasted red pepper sauce. Mm. You get that sweet and savory element. This was phenomenal. I absolutely loved mm. it. And Green Chef is so
2: extraordinarily convenient and easy. My favorite part about this service? the service is that recipes include pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices, so you get more flavor Mm -hmm. in less time. Mm. It's foolproof. It's so, it's wickedly easy. So for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, that is an extraordinary deal, go to Mm greenchef.us forward slash gals. So again, that's $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Go to greenchef.us forward slash gals, G-A-L-S. So get that box, treat your life.
3: Are we ready for the biggest heist slash biggest cash robbery in U.S. history? That museum robbery that I already talked about? No, this was the biggest heist up till this point in time. U.S. history. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it's the year the U.S. was founded. Seventeen. <laughs> 76. <laughs> I didn't even know they had an yeah. airport then. <laughs> it's whatever airport um, the Mayflower landed in. <laughs> oh, I,
3: mean, oh, we I thought did we jack were jack doing all port of the runs. land
0: from
2: native peoples. So it is the biggest heist.
3: <laughs> yeah, the biggest ongoing heist. Okay. Uh, I got most of my information from a History Channel documentary on YouTube and also uh, my own vague recollections from the movie Goodfellas. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and watching. <laughs> Uh, fucking
0: catch me if you can Like 50 times
2: Oh my god <laughs> got it. BRB, you have it. to go
3: watch that so right good. now So good Also but,
2: The Terminal
3: <laughs> But also this case, is, or Goodfellas Is based on this case Yes So, but I also did not re-watch it And the last time I saw it was probably 10 years ago, so anyway Love it, I wrote a 30 page paper on it In college, so oh my I god. remember it Oh okay, then you know So, mm-hmm. New York City, 1978. At this time, the mob consisted of five organized crime families. The Gambinos, the Bananos, and I swear to God <laughs> I thought true, it was bananas. the bananas. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> bananas. No relation <laughs> so to Tony male Bananas. bananas. <laughs> Fucking <amazing. laughs>
3: Oh my God. <laughs> the Columbo's. Said... Oh. The Lucchese and the Genovese. Or Genovese, I guess, is the American bastardization. Yeah. Okay. Enter Jimmy the Gent Burke, an associate of the Lucchese family. He uh, has been a lifelong criminal, deeply involved in mafia dealings, but because he's not Italian, he's Irish. He could not be made an official made member of the crime family. So he was just an associate, even though he was like very mm-hmm. high up. Because it's the equivalent of not being promoted
2: to the pot amnesty box. He is assistant
0: <laughs> to the regional
3: manager. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
0: Yes. Exactly, Dr. Phil.
3: Exactly, Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's very ruthless and reckless and i read one story uh about how <laughs> before he married his wife he she told him like that her ex-boyfriend had been like bothering her and
0: <laughs> what else is new
3: on their wedding day <laughs> the police found the ex-boyfriend's body and it had been cut up into 12 different pieces see i need friends like this yeah yeah. On I their wedding day? Well, that's when well, the body was found.
1: Yeah. So she's being
0: She's being bothered. She's marrying someone else, I'm
2: assuming. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought on their wedding day. I was like, oh, it takes a X. while to dismember a body. They were quick.
0: I have a lot of people that are bothering me right now of the X variety. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I need some of these friends in bananas
3: places.
2: Mm -hmm. Say the
0: word, honey. You just say the
2: word, the code (laughs) word. Do you remember the code word?
3: (laughs) It's bananas. bananas. I said bananas. Bananas. It's no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So anyway, this guy is not to be fucked with. Um, And law enforcement totally knows who he is. During this time period, the mob made something of a sport out of hijacking shit from JFK Airport. Mm Mm-hmm. To quote Henry Hill, who is an another infamous associate of this crime family, and he's the man that the Goodfellas story is based on. Henry Hill, like the main character. Quote: Henry Egan's just you wait. Yeah, Henry I know Eggins, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Henry Eggins.
0: <laughs> Henry uh, Toot Hill.
3: Truth or
0: truck? Harold Hill, seventy-six trombones.
3: <laughs> truck <laughs> hijacking or eyejacking was. Rampant out of Kennedy Airport. Uh, We used to grab a few loads every week, just about. I mean, it was like taking candy from a baby. Good God. Amazing. Quote, this isn't from him, this is from an investigator. Quote, it was almost as if the airport was the mafia's ATM. If you needed easy cash, you would go and hijack a couple of trucks from the airport. It would be a load of TVs or a load of shrimp. You know, it didn't matter. Kennedy (laughs) Airport was an easy mark. You had the unions there. You had a lot of the workforce who were gamblers with gambling debts. So you had a steady stream of inside information. I love that so much. So, so good. much. Could be a load of TVs. Could be a load of shrimp. It doesn't I matter. love a load of
0: shrimp. That's 100% what I'd be stealing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How do you off
2: a load of shrimp Like in a timely fashion? You eat it. In well, a subtle way. I'm not
0: offing it. I'm eating the shrimp. It's <laughs> you, you, not a money restaurant. making scheme.
2: I'm battering it. I'm frying it. Amanda, <laughs> never get high on
3: your own supply. What have you learned?
0: I'm hungry.
2: Uh... It's a lot of poop shoots to clean out, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say.
3: <laughs> well, hopefully it's been not declawed. What's it called? De-shrimped. Whatever it's called. Poop shooted. De-poop shooted. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Another little tidbit about Henry Hill. Uh, He's been described as utterly despicable, utterly reprehensible, no redeeming qualities. I (laughs) love him. Amanda's epitaph: Every man I've ever Tinder profile. Yeah, no redeeming redeeming qualities.
0: Utterly reprehensible, no redeeming (laughs) qualities.
1: Oh my my Tinder you profile is clearly not
0: bringing in the caliber of man that I would expect, so I feel like maybe this is the right avenue for me to take.
3: <laughs> what are you up Just to swing right now? Just swim hard the other unloading way. Unloading shrimp.
0: I'm unloading a truckload of shrimp. <laughs> Stop blowing me up. Okay, so- I'm busy.
3: At least, on, the, <laughs> at least for the, at least for the the planning of these heists usually took place at Robert's Lounge, which was Jimmy the Gent's uh, headquarters. This Love was it. a bar slash restaurant slash club downstairs for gambling, um, and it also—this is my favorite part—had a bocce court. In the back. Bless it. So that, that is how <laughs> deeply invested in the Italian mafia this Irish guy was.
1: It's that so his wholesome. own
3: bar had a bocce court. I, I love, love it. it. I yeah. love bocce ball. It's so fun. So yeah. a lot of airport employees also hung out at Robert's Lounge since it was uh, close to JFK. And this was especially convenient for the mob guys because they would pick up a lot of important... Uh, info. Yeah, exactly. From yeah. the employees, which was either given willingly or under duress. Oh, either or. <laughs> either or, or, or. While tied to a chair, having your
2: fingernails <laughs> ripped out one by one
3: okay. on the bocce court.
2: <laughs> on, duress <laughs> is code for just losing at bocce ball that day. <laughs>
3: Okay, so one day a Lufthansa cargo lot employee cooks up the idea of robbing the cash from the Lufthansa high value storage area. So this guy is not in the mob; he's just an employee. Mm, okay. This this was money flown in from European currency exchanges and en route to U.S. banks. So all the like dollars that people didn't need in like West Germany was like flown back to the U.S. to be put back into circulation. Um, usually they the, were all U
2: S dollars though.
3: Yes. Wow. So
2: it's just a big box of cash.
3: Yeah. Usually the bags of cash were only held in the storage facility for a few hours at a time. But occasionally if the shipment arrived after all the trucks had left for the night, then it would have to be held overnight. So that's, that's the goal. So you have more time to get to it. Not just like mm. two daylight hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Importantly All of this money <clears throat> Was from currency exchanges Meaning the cash was in small bills That had been used And uh, these were with non-sequential Serial numbers So it was totally untraceable It was just random cash Okay um, <clears throat> So This Lufthansa employee Thinks up this You know like this is an opportunity To like steal all this money Uh, But he knows he can't pull it off alone, so he tells a friend of his, another airport employee, a man named Louis Werner, about this idea and, like, tries to bring him in. But Werner happens to have a lot of gambling debts that he is struggling to pay off. Oh, no. So he goes to his bookie, who is a Russian-Jewish gangster named Martin Krugman, and... Marty's nickname was The Rug, since his cover was running a wig shop. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> he had, like, a men's barber shop and a wig shop, which I feel like, commit oh to one or the other. You can't no. do both. Tandem. Uh, no, He's you can't do the both. Whole market, the you whole really can market.
0: have it all.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, like, it doesn't instill a lot of confidence if your barber is like, don't worry about it, I also have a wig shop. I love it. Always have a plan B. It's essentially my losers weepers concept. Yeah. Okay. So Marty, the rug. Um, So Werner double crosses the guy who's originally had the idea and takes the info to the rug. Um, And from there, the heist plot (laughs) winds its way up the mafia food chain until it gets to uh, Henry Hill. And Henry is pretty high up, and he's a close friend of Jimmy the Gent. So Henry likes the idea. The mob sends two more dudes to go, like, investigate, try to get more info from Warner. So they send Frenchie and Joe Buddha.
0: Oh my God, these names are not
3: real. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Okay, Joe I think Pesci. Joe Pesci played one of these guys. Okay, Incredible. he did. So um, they put the crew together, and, and that includes Joe Civitello Sr., Louis Cafora, Angelo Seppe, Tony Rodriguez, Joseph Costa, and Jimmy the own son, Frank, um, and then also a man named Tommy Tugan de Simone, who has been called a complete psychopath. Will you just
0: make oh. sure to put a photo of the cast of Ocean's Eleven up and label <laughs> each
1: one?
3: Yeah, which which two are the acrobats? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Frenchie and Buddha are definitely the yeah. acrobats. They're always together. They're pretty inseparable. Okay. I feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, originally the plan was supposed to occur sometime close to Christmas, but then one day the, like, lookout notifies them that there's been a fluke delayed shipment overnight. And they seize the opportunity early.
2: Mm, mm. Smart. Don't mm-hmm. hesitate.
3: Mm-hmm. So Don't thre- sit on that shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> that shrimp's
0: going to go bad.
1: <laughs> so my mom
0: always taught me don't sit on that shrimp. That shrimp's going to go bad.
2: <laughs> I think I she meant it, it literally. <laughs> I'm going to sit down
3: on it. <laughs> I ain't just going to give it away. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> At 3 a.m. on December 11th, 1978, the crew, all wearing ski masks, rock up to the Lufthansa cargo storage facility at JFK. An employee hears a noise by the loading dock and goes to investigate. Never be the guy that goes to investigate. Right?
2: You're—that's
0: no. in, in the horror movie. You'd always die.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't
3: be that guy. You're the
0: you're, you're the blonde girl in the bra. Yeah.
3: Yep. In like, the white tank top. Yeah. With yeah. nothing
0: to defend yourself, but like nail clippers that you don't even have because TSA confiscated them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All you have is pert nipples.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Weirdly internally. hard
0: nipples. Like, why mm-hmm. are they always so mm-hmm.
3: hard? And like a very <laughs> 90s pink bra. Yeah. 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 Okay. So never be that guy or that gal. Um, so when he opens the door, he immediately gets pistol whipped. Oh, and no. the armed robbers flood into the building. They proceed to round up the 10 night shift workers and herd them all into the lunchroom, and I'm sure one of them guards them this whole time, and also it's 1978, so they don't have to worry about cell phones. Um, they escort at gunpoint, and it feels like there should maybe be a different word for this when it's at gunpoint. Than escort. <laughs> The uh, They accompany... They
0: gently guide... At gunpoint. At gunpoint. They reasonably
2: suggest he head in the direction of... They do the do
3: The shift they, they supervisor... Shrimp walked. <laughs> the, yes. The shrimp supervisor, the shift supervisor to the high-value storage area. And this was sort of like a vault... Uh, it's very, very Ocean's Eleven, actually, very Mission Impossible. It's like a a room, a 10 by 12 room at the center of like a series of inner and outer doors. <clears throat> and the, these had to be c- closed before the next one could be opened. And there were different locks and whatever. Cool. Awesome yeah. powersy. Yeah. Mm. So if the second door was opened before the first door had been closed then it would automatically activate an alarm and notify the Port Authority, um, and Mm. they could, like, seal off the entire airport. They claim within 90 seconds, but, like, I'd like to see that.
2: Mm -hmm. We're still in the 70s. It's not going to be that good. Exactly. In
3: 1978, you can seal off JFK Airport in 90 seconds. Bitch, please.
1: But anyway. (laughs) Prove it.
3: um, So the robbers knew all of this. So they told the shift supervisor, like, We know about the doors and the alarm. Don't fuck with us. Like, we're not fucking around. So the the guy didn't try to set off the alarm, Um, which was good because he survived. Um, The whole thing takes about an hour, and they, like, get the money, and then they're, like, literally in, like, a chain of people tossing bags of cash into, yes. the waiting, into the waiting truck. Shrimp. Bags, bags of, of shrimp. shrimp.
0: Wet bags of shrimp. <laughs> they just oh.
3: reeked. Um, <laughs> Alright, so the whole thing goes off without a hitch. And when they get Does the it. money to without a shrimp and when they <laughs> <laughs> get the money to the safe house and count it, they realize that it's A lot more than they were expecting. Yes! In fact, it's about three times as much money as they were expecting. Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. The total haul was approximately $5.875 million. (laughs) In the 70s? In the 70s, which, thanks to Morgan Friedman's inflation calculator, my most visited website on the internet... Morgan, Morgan Freeman,
0: Freeman <laughs> <laughs> the voice of God from Bruce Almighty, has an inflation Freeman? calculator.
3: Pedophile and amateur economist. Um, he's
0: a He's a pedophile.
3: Didn't he like? I don't know. I think
0: Morgan Freeman. He Wasn't can do no wrong.
3: There was something
0: very no disappointing. Way. He got into a car accident. No,
2: there I'm was something.
0: I'm looking this up. I'm All right, Morgan Freeman. Pedophile.
3: He can't be
2: both a pedophile and have gotten into a car accident. Pick <laughs> no. one.
3: Okay, so anyway, according to this inflation calculator, the haul was over twenty-two million dollars in today's money. Ooh, that's a lot of shrimp. <laughs> that is a lot of shrimp. Plus, there were foreign shrimps in the form of currency, Ooh. and um, also just like a bunch of loose jewels
0: my jewels are always loose
3: <laughs> just oh like god. one million dollars worth of just loose jewels um so within just oh uh, 20- he
0: was accused of sexual harassment
3: okay oh
0: god damn yeah. it
3: wasn't there something with his niece uh i don't I know. know i don't want to know okay so different episode Within just twenty Oregon Freeman crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Within just twenty four hours, the police had the suspects narrowed down to two mafia crews. Uh, so it was, they knew it was either John Gotti's crew out of Howard Beach, Queens, or Jimmy the Gent's crew out of Ozone Park, Queens. And as we know, it was Jimmy the Gent's crew. So the police were like on it. They knew who to look at.
2: Did you say Ozone Park? Yes. Yeah.
3: That's too bad. (laughs) That's unfortunate. (laughs) That's not great. Um, (laughs) Their work was, the police's work was made even easier by the fact that Jimmy the Gent's crew all went on lavish spending sprees in the days immediately following the heist. Oh my God, that's like Jimmy's number one rule.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the main
3: rule in that movie. whatever so uh here's an amazing quote from a retired commanding officer of the NYPD quote the mentality of these people I think collectively they had the IQ of an ashtray incredible (laughs) also going on Amanda's tinder profile yeah 100%. Collective, utterly reprehensible, no redeeming qualities, IQ IQ of an ashtray. ashtray. (laughs) Triflers
0: need not apply. (laughs) Oh my God. Someone write this down. I actually need to update
3: this. (laughs) New resume. Um, uh, But as we know from being true crime weirdos, there's a huge difference between knowing who did it and being able to prove who did it. In a court of law, yep. so Been there. the investigation lingers. Um, witnesses were intimidated by Jimmy the Gent's uh, reputation, and they did not want to go on record with the police. Fair enough, good, good uh-huh. fucking call on their parts. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> police offered a reward of ten percent of the recovered property to anyone with information leading to the arrest. Blah blah blah, but it. Didn't make a difference. Like, people were not coming forward. Um, but then the cops caught a break with a key piece of forensic evidence. Yes,
1: yes,
2: yes, yes. The they guest. left the poop shoots behind.
1: <laughs> the
2: trail of
3: salty shrimp water. Shrimp tails. <laughs> Lavish shrimp buffet in the days following the heist.
1: They had
2: cocktail sauce on their lips.
3: (laughs) Follow the gout.
0: (laughs) Instances of gout increased 100%
3: Threefold. Clusters of gout (laughs) in the New York area. Oh, no. Frenchie's got it now. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, the they they found the getaway van. So, gopher as in gopher coffee, Gopher yeah getaway go-fer. Vehicle. Ford. Okay. Yeah, and chauffeur, gopher, and chauffeur Parnell Edwards, otherwise known as Stacks.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: And I would like to have the record show that I once had a dental hygienist with a tattoo on the back of her neck that just read Stacks, and both (laughs) S's were dollar signs. (laughs) Love it. I love her. Oh,
2: did she floss you hard?
3: She was amazing. She was the best dental hygienist I've ever had. Okay. Oh my god, incredible.
2: It's better than bitch I'm trying to eat.
3: It's perfectly (laughs) acceptable. Um... I love that she still wore her hair up. She was like, whatever, fuck it. I don't give a shit. So um, <laughs> so this guy, Parnell Stacks, was supposed to have taken the van to a mob-controlled junkyard in New Jersey, where else, um, and have it crushed as soon as the robbery was completed. But instead, he got loaded on booze, weed, and cocaine. Shrimp! Oh. Nice. Nice. <laughs> on Saturday night. Um, Loaded on shrimp. Jumbo shrimp. <laughs> um, Horse radish. <laughs> oh, there. that sounds good. Okay. Um, so he abandoned the vehicle with stolen plates on it in Canarsie and then slipped it off at his girlfriend's house rather than follow, like doing his job and disposing of the vehicle. <laughs> Um, So the van was found by the police. It was covered in Stax's fingerprints, um, and he was the only one that hadn't been wearing gloves during the time of the robbery. Honey, come on. Yeah, so the mob bosses were like, okay, he didn't do his job, and... Now he's been connected to this crime and could be interrogated by police and give up the whole thing, so... He's gotta go. He's gotta go. Henry Hill put it simply, Stax was the first to get whacked. (laughs) Yeah. So, then, just a couple of days later, the bookie, the rug... Uh, who had flagged the robbery idea up the food chain to the mob bosses, disappears. Uh Uh Uh-oh. His his body was never found, but he was later declared legally deceased. Hmm. Then two more members of the crew turn up dead. And within six months, eight of the people involved in the heist are all murdered. Dang. Oh, dear. At least they got that one last lavish vacation. Shrimp. One last um, bite of shrimp. <laughs> 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 so, Louis Kefora and his wife were both shot in their vehicle. Cafora apparently led a gaudy lifestyle, a gout-y lifestyle. LOL. And... <laughs> <laughs> reportedly insisted on telling his wife like every detail of the mob's business and what he was doing, including information about the JFK heist. And so she was also killed. I just feel like I do not want to know.
0: Yeah, stop you yeah. right
3: there. Yeah. I need about this much money. I need a stack of money and go mm. away. Um. Tommy Tugun and his mistress are both murdered. Joe Buddha and Frenchie are shot execution style in a car. Um, another dude, whatever, his bullet-riddled naked body was found on top of a burning trash heap. And another guy who wasn't part of the crew, but he stole some of the heist money after the fact. Bad fucking idea. Um, yeah. Was found Hands hog- off my shrimp. <laughs> yeah. I've counted every last shrimp.
0: I know how much shrimp I got. <laughs>
3: yeah. um, he was found hogtied and hanged in a meat freezer truck. Honey. This
2: is the plot line. Like, of frame Goodfellas. Frame for frame I know. of Goodfellas. I know. Okay. Such a good movie.
3: Throughout the investigation, the police tried to use electronic surveillance against Jimmy the Gent, who they knew was the mastermind. Um, So they put a bug in his car. But according to one investigator, it was the era of disco. We had a lot of disco music and a lot of engine noise. Stop. So the (laughs) bugs were
0: ineffective because they just couldn't hear over the ruckus disco music and engine noise? (laughs)
3: Yeah. It was 1978.
2: An, an, An FBI investigation for me would be hampered by Fleetwood
3: Mac
0: hundred (laughs) percent we we couldn't listen anymore
1: it was it
3: wasn't we had to turn it up it was no no difficult investigation of my career (laughs) of my 38 years in the force
0: i'm imagining an interview in a dark room someone's just
3: lighting a cigarette
0: (laughs) the most difficult investigation of my career i think it's time to retire
1: (laughs)
3: <laughs> did I tell you guys that Zach has discovered his love of Fleetwood Mac and we yes. just bought, he just bought a second Fleetwood Mac album <laughs> on vinyl? That's a good thing. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a great it's thing. It's fantastic. It's great. It's just so odd. Okay. Next he needs to discover Neil Diamond and then your life will be yeah, just... Yeah, he does. I'm trying. I did buy three ABBA records, so I'm hoping that that is the next. Yes.
0: Okay. It's, ABBA is a gateway drug to Neil Diamond. It really can is. confirm mm-hmm. can can also <laughs> confirm
3: okay so uh, the fbi and nypd kept the heat on the crime family um, so they're they're tailing everybody like 24/7 whatever they're tons of scrutiny this kind of pissed off the rival crime families because they are they're more interconnected than they are rivals in mm-hmm. a way Um, So when there's, like, increased scrutiny on one family and all its members, like, it means there's increased scrutiny on the other families, too. And so everybody was, like, pissed. Um, Mm -hmm. The FBI also focused on the suspected inside man at Lufthansa, Werner. Um, So they go to the guy whose original idea the robbery had been who got screwed over by Warner and they get him to testify against him. And then Warner is convicted and sent to prison. So he's the first one to go. Uh, Then the FBI convinces Henry Hill to turn state's witness against his former crew. And this is a big deal because this guy was like high up in this mob for 30 years. You know, Mm -hmm. and they got him to turn, which is kind of remarkable. Amazing! They gave him so much shrimp. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Witness protection, (laughs) unlimited shrimp, all you can
0: eat. (laughs) Bottomless shrimp. I would do all. I would roll over for
1: bottomless shrimp in more ways than one. People (laughs) sing
3: like a bird. (laughs) Oh my god. So they had some drug charges against Hill, but mostly it was because he, like, was scared by all the people around him that had also been involved in the heist were just getting, like, murdered one by one. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, well, I'm definitely the next to get whacked anyway, so I'm gonna—I have nothing to lose, basically. Mm Um. So in this process, Hill is forced to confess to literally hundreds of crimes that he had committed for the mob over the last three decades. And, <laughs> and then he enters. they, like, I'm just, like, imagining, like, the all-nighters that they had to pull, like, just listing his crimes. Yeah. Uh, so, th- and then he enters witness protection. And the only thing we know beyond that is that he died, or that I know at least beyond that, is that he died in 2012. Um, don't at me, people who know more about Henry Hill. This is a comedy show. So, um, thanks to... We Hen- don't have time for your bullshit facts. <laughs> we do not have time. Thanks Fake, to- news. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> thanks to Henry Hill's testimony, Jimmy the Gent Burke is convicted on other charges, so not heist charges, but they still get him anyway, and he's sentenced to 12 years in prison. His boss, Paul Vario is also sent to prison, and both men die there. The Lufthansa money is never found; it just like went into the mob's laundering operation and
0: doll hairs. That's crazy.
3: Pockets, and the mob really likes cash because. It's easier Who to pay people off.
2: Well, yeah, especially it's that untraceable, you know, random
3: serial number cash. Yeah. Like, how the fuck would they ever get that back? That's that's some good shit. No, there's no way. There's, like, no mm. way to know. They couldn't have found the it. The Loose
0: Jewels, on the other hand.
2: The
3: Loose Jewels. I heard nothing more about the Loose Jewels.
0: That's my new drag name. <laughs> loose
3: Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> loose spelled L-U-C-E. Yeah,
0: yeah. Loose Jewels. <laughs> Loose Jewels. <laughs>
3: so I love it. Okay, Changing the
0: name on my Tinder profile too.
3: <laughs> Alright, so in 2014, 36 years after the robbery took place, Vincent Asaro was arrested in connection with the Lufthansa heist. So he would have been like the first... Well, I guess Henry, well, he would have been, like, the first of the, like, mafiosos to go down for the heist crime. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it was because his cousin ratted on him. Got it. But the 83-year-old was acquitted just a year later. Ugh. So, yeah, Hmm. that's it. The
0: system works, people.
3: (laughs) The greatest heist in history up to that point. <laughs> and one guy went away for it.
2: <laughs> the greatest like shrimp. A trillion other people got
0: whacked. So
3: a lot. You of know what
2: happened?
0: You guys. Hmm. The money was spent to open a chain of restaurants <laughs> called Bubba, Bubba Gump shrimp. shrimp. Born. <laughs> solved it. Now I have solved a crime.
2: <laughs> and Add they just my put resume. Tom Hanks. They fully funded Forrest uh, Gump uh, uh, just to create
0: like a cover for the foundation yes, of that What are you going to do with all that money? I mean, come on. <laughs> they produced Forrest Gump. They opened a chain of Bubblegum Bubba Gump Shrimp restaurants <laughs> and everyone in the world benefited from their service.
3: It's a foolproof plan. That's
0: exactly what I would do.
3: Mm-hmm. Cool. They're well also done.
0: funding the toilet paper industry. Yeah, because you eat too much shrimp, you're going to be shitting through a screen door.
3: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) moving on.
2: Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love. Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and registry. Over 500,000 couples have used Zola, so like, they're doing something, right? <laughs> um, Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream registry, affordable save-the-dates and invitations, and easy-to-use planning tools, and all of these things are in one place. So. Time management-wise, it's all there. It's so convenient.
3: I use Zola uh, for our wedding website and registry, and it was super convenient to have all of that in one place. It was remarkable. Um, So you can start with a free wedding website, which is so easy, and it takes just minutes to set up. I am not a tech-savvy person, and I was able to do it, and that was actually kind of fun to do. Um, They have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs you can choose from. And I found one that had like a South African flower that mm. then kind of matched our invites. It was all tied it together. It was really pretty. Thanks. so cohesive. It was. Thank you so much. Yeah, I um, it. And you can also put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and beautiful place, which mm-hmm. that's also really helpful. They don't have to be like asking your future mother in law where you're registered.
0: Oh, God, that sounds like a nightmare. Um, and speaking of my personal favorite part and what I hope to achieve one day, building your dream registry at Zola. <laughs> Zola makes registering for newlywed life so easy. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points, and there's something for every guest to give. It's amazing. They The guests love the free shipping and the returns, price matching and more. So if you get doubled up or whatever, you can easily just swap that out for something else that Zola offers. You can send things back. There's over 500 top brands from O oxo oxo and cuisinart and sonos and airbnb you can get creative with what kind of gifts you give you can create a fund for their honeymoon for a future home for a new puppy or a new rabbit anything you want or (laughs) or a new cat cat. Um, you can register for gift cards to favorite brands like delta southwest like help send them on a trip Um, hulu subscriptions you get the gift cards for that home depot People moving into a new house. They have a lot of things to fix. Home Depot. So many more other cool gift cards that they offer on the website. And they also have the best completion discount. You get 20% off remaining gifts on your registry starting right after your big day. So if there are things that Mm -hmm. people did not rally together to provide, you can get them at a slight discount after your wedding. It's amazing. I
3: have been adding stuff. To Zola before then just purchasing it for uh, ourselves a lot lately. (laughs) It's really helpful. (laughs) So smart. So
0: to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com forward slash gals. Again, that is to start your free wedding website and also to get $50 off your registry on Zola by going to Zola.com forward slash gals. That's Z-O-L-A.com forward slash gals. Treat your wedding. With the year wrapping up, it's time to put a bow on 2018 and think mm-hmm. about new outfits and new you. Whether mm-hmm. you're still craving cozy sweaters or you're ready to start stocking up for spring, hi. Mod cloth is your go-to. You can transition from layered looks to looks you can wear as the weather warms up, which is all I will be thinking of as we enter into this Minnesota winter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And if you're jonesing for a getaway from that Minnesota winter or wherever you are, uh, mod cloth also has a collection of amazing swimwear suited just for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. I see it.
3: Um, so what are you waiting for? Hit the site and discover something uniquely you. Um, I am. I have a phobia of swimsuit shopping, but ModCloth makes it really easy and fun, and I love their selection. And I got a super cute suit for my honeymoon, and I wore it every single day. Um, you can also start the new year with a clean slate and a fresh wardrobe. Your closet is ready for pieces that are easy to transition from winter to spring. I like their that. optimism. Yeah.
2: Super excited for spring, personally. Um, yeah, in May ready for spring.
3: or June
2: when it <laughs> oh, arrives. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, Modcloth believes fashion <laughs> should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from. Uh, how? Should, what do I need to say this as? XXS. Extra extra, extra extra small, small. to four X. Okay, I'm gonna start that over. <clears throat> Cool. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from extra, extra small to 4X. Huge range. Love it. And if you have a question about fit, their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. So to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to ModCloth.com and enter the promo code WineCrime. At checkout, and this offer is valid for one time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. So, again, that is 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter the promo code WINECRIME. That's W I N E C R I M E, one word, 15% off. Treat your bod, claude your bod, and bod.
0: Mm -hmm. And that offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. So run, don't walk, and get your swimwear. Mm -hmm. Sticking to a weight loss plan can be hard Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. when you don't know how to handle the thoughts, triggers, other obstacles that can sabotage your progress. And that is where Noom comes to help. Noom is mm-hmm. incredible.
2: And this is mm-hmm. not a lose weight fast plan. This is a lose weight for good plan. So they mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. use psychology. They incorporate a lot of psychology into actually learning about the way that you eat. It's not dieting. It's like a, it's a thinking person's diet. And they mm-hmm. also teach mm-hmm. you ways to recognize and change some habits blocking your success. I've been using it now for a little bit over a week and I, I like it I mean you're, mm-hmm. you're getting back into that that regular weighing yourself every morning making sure you're getting enough water making sure you're getting enough uh, greens in your diet it's not a it's not a preachy thing they really do work with you and educate you and in, into learning about how your body works and responds
0: to triggers and it's one of my favorite moments of setting up my Noom account, because you kind of do, they get to know you. They get to know your routine. They get to know what some of your habits are. And oh, they, the app asked me, like, are you willing to give... 10 minutes a day to working out and i was like you know what i can do that i can give 10 minutes a day that's so reasonable because yeah. we're busy mm-hmm. they really and that's break just it a down nice easy way to start building good habits and
2: they break it down they get rid of those psychological barriers that for me is the biggest reason why it's hard for me to lose weight because it's like oh i don't want to mm-hmm. go to the gym oh it seems like so much work oh i just want some pizza it's overwhelming they break it down it's mm-hmm. very helpful
3: so what do you have to lose? Sign up today to start your trial at Noom.com forward slash gals. Again, you can start your trial today at Noom.com forward slash gals. That's noo mcom forward slash G-A-L-S and start losing weight for good. That's Noom.com forward slash gals. Start your trial and start seeing life-changing results today. Uh, I have a couple short
0: crimes this week because my research for airport antec- antics kept bringing me to these amazing stories of items smuggled by plane and caught at customs in the airport. Yes. yes. Um, but more importantly, the creative ways these folks attempted to hide these items made me literally lol. So here we go. <laughs> Love it. S- story Are number one. Are there a one. lot of b No, not a single b-hole actually. What? Is that too Met. logical? It's, that's low hanging fruit. Those are loose, loose jokes. I went deeper. <laughs> I went deeper than a beehole, you guys. I'm more well rounded than beehole jokes. Mm. Mm, prove it. You're right. I'm not, but whatever. <laughs> We're both like mm. crickets. <laughs> Fuck you. We February. You think, that you think you are. <laughs> I, th- I think it's important that you think you're great. Um, okay February of 2015 Western Australia several people are facing smuggling charges after state authorities allegedly found hundreds of native animals specifically lizards hidden in luggage and packages in a bid to get them out of Western Australia Mm. alive some were alive Mm -hmm. they were all alive when they went into the luggage and packages oh Oh, no yep an investigation by the Australian Customs and Border Protection Service and the Department of Parks and Wildlife stopped more than 150 reptiles and amphibians from being illegally exported Two men from Russia and two from the Czech Republic were arrested by customs officers at Perth International Airport on February 6th of 2015 after reptiles were allegedly discovered hidden in hollowed out books and cigarette packets in their packages.
3: Cigarette packs! Because they were so little. Like little frogs. So sad. God.
0: Two of the men also allegedly had reptiles hidden in their own luggage at the airport. So it's just like, reptiles spilling out of every orifice of these. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Parks and Wildlife Officers assisted with the operation and identified 157 reptiles and and amphibians, including skinks, geckos, frogs, (laughs) pygmy pythons, a dead death adder, several invertebrates, 33 dead reptiles which appear to have been tagged for use as specimens. What's oh, a skink? Yeah, what is a skink? It's, like it's like a cute little chubby lizard. We have them in Minnesota. They're so precious. I, I'm this, Googling. Okay, I went down a rabbit hole of every snake, gecko, and lizard that I want to buy after oh, finding no. this case yesterday. You are not uh, allowed.
3: Oh, they are kind of cute, and I am not into they're reptiles. They're so cute. But they do look just like like a fat gecko, kind
0: of. Yeah, like a chubby, bigger, babier gecko.
3: Yeah. googling
2: skink. I love it. Did you mean skank? (laughs) No. no. Um,
3: Oh, they're so fat. I know. They're so
0: chubbers.
2: I love them. They're
3: kind of cute.
0: They're really cute. I'm like not above it. I'm going to get myself some skinks. Oh, and they they can regenerate
3: part Mm. of their tail.
0: Yeah. They're like a giant gecko because geckos can do that too. Wow.
3: So cool.
0: Uh, Lizards are amazing. Skink Um, crimes next week. Skink (laughs) crimes. Done. Apparently, reptile (laughs) trafficking Out of Australia is a huge issue, and there have been other similar cases that the Australian government has rightfully taken very seriously. Senior Wildlife Officer Rick Dawson said these incidents... Excuse me, oh my god, I'm burping. ...said that these incidents represent a major breakthrough in the detection of reptile trafficking. Mm. Quote, together, more than 240 native species have been prevented from leaving the state in the space of a week
3: get it like Whoa. that
0: same week that they caught these guys with their 157 reptiles they also had caught other people smuggling reptiles out and that's not 240 individual reptiles that's 240 native species of reptile so i, I don't even know how many, how many individual like animals were actually confiscated probably a lot more than that
2: I what shift seen... in the global
0: market instigated a bunch of people doing well this. you'd be surprised like There are a lot of Americans, and it's pretty common for these to be smuggled into into the United States, but other countries that don't sell these, like, rare pets. Mm -hmm. Like, I was watching this show, uh, some, you know, BBC show about, like, world's most bizarre pets, and there was literally this super wealthy couple, like, more money than God, who became expats from Great Britain, or from the UK, I guess, or... They really lived in England and moved to Spain to build this giant, uh, like, compound, like this beautiful home because it was one of the only countries where they could legally own a komodo dra- a komodo dragon.
3: Aren't and they this really woman- deadly?
0: they're super deadly and they're 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 like they carry so much disease in their mouths like when they bite you that's how it's not they're not like venomous but they're really strong and if they bite you you like die of infection and the woman like the wife is like kissing it on the nose yeah. it's it's completely bizarre but people are so obsessed with collecting these rare
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially reptiles it's like a total thing that i didn't really realize but like literally these millionaires billionaires moved to another country and built an insanely huge uh,
3: lair to live
0: on so that they could have a Komodo dragon. It
3: sounds like your case for expat crimes, almost. I know, I know, that's what I was
0: thinking. Love that. So, quote, Posting animals in packages and and secreting them in luggage is not only illegal but cruel and inhumane. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. More than 20 of the reptiles were either dead by the time these parcels were in intercepted or have since died so they can't survive and then they're on international flights and being like pass off like this is so fucked up mr dawson said among the animals seized from the operations were several species of reptile listed as specifically protected under the wildlife conservation act so they're like incredibly rare and cannot be fucked with well they're
2: also reptiles cold-blooded like Mm -hmm. if they can't regulate
0: their temperatures they're gonna die yeah.
2: Pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So there's
0: a photo on the drive labeled book. That's like one of the confiscated book. Like it's full of dead geckos. It's so sad. Oh, but is to that bring an it elf back, on the shelf book? What book is pretty
2: that? Pretty much.
0: It's like a gnome book.
3: I don't oh, even know. I looked closer. It's one right? of those
2: thick board pages, children's books yeah. to make it like thicker.
0: But those speaking of little gnomes, babies, because I wanted to bring, the atmosphere back up after a picture of dead geckos. Mm-hmm. Hollowed out books are obviously clever, but Australian authorities have also caught folks smuggling snakes and lizards inside garden gnomes, which I also uh, have uh, a photo of on the drive.
3: It looks and like it, that gnome is pooping a snake.
0: It does. And also <laughs> I really had to look at this photo for a long time to not see the gnome's arm <laughs> as a little pink penis.
3: Yep. Ew. Totally. i really, really awful I was very the confused. The head is like way too round. It's
0: like, this is actually what a skink looks like. No. Oh, that that gnome (laughs) is a skink? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the sadster story. Story number two. It's September Mm -hmm. of 2011. We're outside Washington, D.C. In a decidedly unique twist on drug smuggling, a Central American man was arrested for trying to sneak cocaine through Dulles International Airport by stuffing 15 bags of the illicit substance into... Clams,
3: <laughs> not
2: shrimp. <laughs> not shrimp. We've had a lot
0: of seafood this episode. I am I'm so hungry, starving.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials, David Pocasangre Vaquez,
1: twenty-six years Vaquiz. old
0: of El Salvador, was caught while going through a routine security inspection after arriving on a flight from Panama. Inside his luggage. Customs found a black plastic bag filled with 80 clams. An X-ray revealed that 15 of the bivalves had been (laughs) opened, stuffed with baggies of cocaine, and glued shut. Oh no! Mm. Yep, and there's a photo on the drive labeled Mm. "clams," all caps. Clams. Clams. You can see one of the clams pried open with a little baggie of cocaine inside of it, and the (laughs) other bag of clams sitting on it. Clams.
3: Clams. Clams.
0: Inside God. his luggage, customs. Uh, okay, sorry, I already said this. <clears throat> "Quote: Smugglers attempt all types of creative concealment methods to sneak their deadly poison into the United States, and this is one of the oddest we've seen," said Christopher Hess, director of DC Customs and Border Protection.
3: Their deadly poison. Calm down, Hess.
0: I mean, it's just a little coke, Hess. Have some fun. Why don't you relax? <laughs> Smoke Lighten a joint, up, Hess. Yeah. Have a clam. Fucking narc. Have a clam. Fucking narc. <laughs> Fucking getting all up in my clams over here. Those clams would have been so fucked up, dude. But delicious, (laughs) right? Can you imagine the like balls to the wall moqueca you could make out of those clams? Get
1: it. Um, <laughs> Authorities
0: said there was 5.36 ounces of cocaine in the clams valued up at approximately $10,000. That is a relatively small amount of cocaine when compared to other recent instances of attempts to smuggle drugs through Dulles. In June of 2010, a Pennsylvania man was arrested after he was caught carrying about four and a half pounds of cocaine in powdered soup packets.
1: Genius. Love Do you it? Imagining yes. like an
0: old man. <laughs> yeah, I
3: feel like he just really likes his he soup. He
0: loves soup. Like, who's going to... Well, you know.
2: I'm sure it looks real suspicious when Kenyon hauls back her Kraft Parmesan cheese. Yeah, how are you oh not drug-tested every time? That's actually a your... really
3: good point, and now I'm going to be paranoid, because I brought back literally an entire suitcase of Kraft Parmesan cheese and tampons. They were definitely <laughs> checking that shit.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. you got to start bringing those back you full of drugs. are on a list.
2: Oh, man. She's flying yeah. under the oh, radar. set a precedence... So they all know it's like, oh, it's just oh she's Kenyan. the parm
3: girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you could smuggle
0: so much Coke. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, if the podcast falls through. Yeah. You've Genius. got a plan B haircuts and wigs. <laughs> Historically, <laughs> Kenyon and I have not been the best international smugglers.
2: So <laughs> that's a not.
3: different episode. Yeah. Doesn't have to do with episode. an
0: airport. <laughs> um, the soup packet man had an estimated street value of Uh, of all this cocaine of $140,000, which is a lot of money. Damn. I just got really confused about how many zeros were in a million and how many zeros
1: were in a thousand. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm I thought I was so having a tired. stroke when <laughs> I
0: heard you say that. In March of 2011, a man from Nigeria was arrested after authorities discovered that he had ingested nearly 4 pounds of heroin valued at $125,000. <gasps> oh, that's deadly poison. Yep, because if one of those condoms pops, yeah. You're you're dead. Like mm-hmm. that's it's it's over. I'm that's sorry. That's a lot. That's a lot of heroin. Also, but
2: did I ingest four pounds of heroin? Because that'd maybe. be convenient
0: if I could just, you Get know, yeah, dump yeah. four pounds right now. Um, <laughs> referring to the clam man, quote, this passenger took an enormous risk for only five ounces of cocaine. Mm-hmm. He now faces very serious narcotics smuggling charges, obviously.
1: <laughs> Should have packed What a great story for clams. your bunkie,
0: though. I know, I love it. Fucking opening clams and finding little condoms of, C- cocaine in each clam. I love it.
2: Can you imagine how much he just hated himself after he got caught?
3: Like, oh fuck, this was. He a probably really
0: thought this was the most ingenious idea, and then I it all fell apart.
3: Even even if they were real clams, those they were real clams. Cu- I know they were he, real clams. They,
0: he pulled out the guts of the real clams pr- after prying open the shells, put in the cocaine, and then glued the shells back shut.
3: I understand. Even if they were non-doctored clams,
0: non-drug smuggling clams,
3: they would have been confiscated (laughs) at at an international border. You can't just bring clams to Dulles Airport. That brings me to my next and final
0: (laughs) and personal favorite story. Uh, Yes, (laughs) because, you know, I also love a good horse story. Oh. Oh, no. So here is story number three. January of 2017, a pair of Mongolian women tried to smuggle a hefty supply of horse meat (gasps) and horse genitals. Loose jewels. Loose jewels. Loose jewels. That would be a great racehorse name. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so good. So many levels. From their home country into the U.S., the duo arrived at, you guessed it, Washington Dulles International Airport on January 29th. I know. We've all been. (laughs) Uh, when customs officers referred them for a routine agriculture examination. Um, during the inspection, agriculture specialists found that the women were carrying 42 pounds of horse and other ruminant meat. Mm. What does that
3: yeah. mean? Ruminant I don't
0: want Non-clam to know.
2: meat. I'm yep. Googling ruminant meat.
0: 13 pounds of horse genitals. Oh
3: my God.
0: Which, considering horse genitals, could be like two dongs. Like two those sacks. Yeah. Two sacks, one dong, whatever. Mm-hmm. And three liters of yak milk, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. hidden <laughs> inside juice boxes.
3: Oh, my God. You got Go to spread it around. You can't just be like, what? I have an entire suitcase of juice boxes. Open
0: the photo labeled meat and prepare to gag.
3: Well,
2: before oh. we go there, because you're going to gag at the definition of ruminant. Oh, no. I'm already looking at the meat photo. I'm, I'm turning
3: away from the meat photo. I can't.
2: Ruminants <laughs> usually have a stomach divided into four compartments and chew cud consisting of regurgitated, partially digested food. So, so ruminants include cattle, sheep, goats, deer, giraffes, antelopes, and
0: camels. I oh. really hope none of this is giraffe meat. I also really I understand that like other meats are shown in this photo. I feel like for scale or for comparison. Mm-hmm. But I really want the thirteen pounds of horse dong to be in these sausage containers.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have just you just to like horse dongs are
0: big. Huge. enormous, huge as Trump <laughs> huge. would say, <laughs> huge. big league. They are bigly. Um, One of the women claimed the genitals were needed for medicinal purposes. I'm
3: sure they were, ma'am, but you still can't bring them through Dallas Airport.
1: (laughs) Those are my prescriptions.
3: I am pharmacy. I'm sure you are, but. Me and my support peacock need it. (laughs) My support horse dong. My
0: emotional support my peacock support and my dildo. emotional support horse dong thirteen pound medicinal horse genitals. <laughs> horse meat dildo. is prohibited from entering the U.S. if it is not accompanied by an official government horse meat certification from the country it came from, and apparently <laughs> it's Mongolia. Funny that we've been over this. Before. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, if you our if first
3: you recall rodeo, <laughs> uh,
0: but Mongolia is banned. doesn't matter what kind of documentation you have from having horse meat. I think really any meat enter the United States because they are like the, the meat is like all riddled with disease. Yeah. Like diseases that are not common in the U S. So like these, it would be exposing people to, to stuff that their immune systems are not prepared to like
3: come back. There is shit. Serious shit. Mm. Yeah.
0: Bad, 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 bad meat, bad, bad meat. (laughs) Uh, Quote, customs and border protection takes no pleasure in seizing and destroying travelers' food products, said Wayne Mm -hmm. Biondi, customs and border patrol port director for the area port of Washington Dulles.
3: Tell that to my disappointed family members (laughs) who did not get Biltong in their Christmas stockings three years ago.
0: Quote, we're in the business of protecting America's agriculture industries, like the livestock industry, from the pretend, potential introduction of animal diseases posed by these unpermitted food products.
1: Mm-hmm. All of
0: the meat was incinerated. The women were not charged with anything.
1: <laughs> Whoa. They just <laughs> take took it away and off. they were
0: like, yeah, lady, you can't have your 13 pounds of horse dung. Move along.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
0: And well, that is that. Happy ending for the happy horse dung. Happy ending. Not for the horses, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> oh, my okay, Lord. Airport right. antics,
3: am I right? <laughs> Great pick. Special thanks this week. Excellent fan picker, Phil Watkins. Thanks, this, Phil. This was a fun episode. We could go exactly, in a lot of directions. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Phil Watkins. Um, so, thank, <laughs> shout out to you. Thank you so much. Thanks, also,
0: Belle. thank you to Melissa Tickiet Carmona. We love you, Melissa Carmona, and mm-hmm. your $5 tickiette. a month donation. Sweet, sweet Tickiet. I think Melissa submitted a question that was read during the Dr. And Andy episode.
3: Yeah, she's an OG fan. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Been around yeah. a while. Mm hmm. Yeah. I recognize that Tickiet. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, also thank you to Taylor Renee
3: Ward. You're probably a serial killer, because why else would you have three names? And you make me want to ward off. I'll stop. Okay, shout out to Heather (laughs) Eubanks. You bank on us, and we bank on you.
0: You be bankrolling us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got there. Uh, thank you, Katie Boucher. Boucher. I'm going to send you a voucher for one free hug. Or Boucher, whatever. I'm saying voucher because it's just like voucher, but with a B. Okay. Uh, thank you for your $5 a month donation.
2: <laughs> thank you also to Amy Rose Young. What a gorgeous name. Also a serial killer. The three names.
0: <laughs> you keep us young. Uh, because you kill us young.
3: Yep, (laughs) because you're
0: apparently a serial killer with your serial killer name, because Lucy is a monster. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Adrian Showalter, you show us love, and we show you podcast episodes.
0: I will showalter you with affection. (laughs) Thank you, Maddie Sailors. Come sailors away with us. But just kidding, we never want to go on a cruise ever, so (laughs) we're just going to stay on land. And appreciate your $5 a month donation.
2: <laughs> uh, thank you to Tyne Scalhorn. Mm. Shallhorn? Shallhorn? We're a tiny bit confused about your last <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> tiny bit. Oh, I like that. That was a good one.
3: That's a good one. Yeah, it's cute.
0: That's jokes.
3: That's jokes. That's jokes. <laughs> Lindsay K. Trotter. Um, Trot on Trotter, i over here. I hardly know her. that's
2: my favorite fallback i love it (laughs) oh trotter okay lindsey probably enjoyed the horse meat section yeah i
0: believe it episode um lissy warner of just ducky burlesque is giving five dollars a month uh Mm -hmm. thank
1: you i don't know what to say i want to give you a
0: kissy i want to look into what You do with just ducky. So I'm going to check that out. Mm
1: -hmm. We're
0: Googling Mm -hmm. it right now.
2: Mm -hmm. After we still have the page open for ruminant meat. Ruminant (laughs) meat
0: and average weight of horse genitals. Oh my God. How do you say
2: horse genitals in Klingon? We'll wait until the next drunk dive and find out.
3: Yeah. Join (laughs) Patreon like these folks to listen to us look up weird shit in Klingon.
0: Every single month we Mm -hmm. do like 10 minutes of looking at things in Klingon. You're driving people away the more you describe it. No, I am pied-pipering them in in Klingon.
2: (laughs) Okay, thank you to Sydney Roberts, probably related to Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. Obviously, direct Mm -hmm.
0: relation.
3: Yep. Thank you so much. Very rare last name. Shout out to Michelle Logsdon. You are more valuable to us than a Logsdon of horse genitals. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> is logs in a unit of measurement?
3: Like a log?
2: She made it. Oh. A okay. log is also not a unit of measurement. I
3: don't think uh, so. Tell that to Sausage. You're right. <laughs> and
0: boom. When she's right, she's right.
2: <laughs> Thank Still you. confirmed that she's right. I'm jet lagged. <laughs> she's right. On. You can't be jet lagged too. for a week. You're not allowed. Mm. I'm actually it's, fine. It's Kenyan.
0: Um, shout out to Courtney, who needs no last name. Yes. I want to start courting you. Ooh, nice. My, I am painfully alone. My <laughs> favorite donor,
2: Charles <laughs> <see> me Butt,
1: <laughs>
2: increase their pledge from $5 to $10 a month. Oh Charles, you will be receiving a fucking... Patriarchy, flexible wine glass in the mail at some point. Also, Thanks for God giving bless. us a chance. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a chance. Take a chance yes. on me. And a friendly <laughs> reminder that you can indeed increase your Patreon pledge.
1: Uh, and it makes us to feel get that,
2: so good. Get that raise at work. Like you a know. warm hug.
1: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. pass it on. Uh, shout out to Samantha Atlas. At last, yes. you're... <laughs> on our special thanks list. Oh wow! <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Um, Atlanta. another uh, another direct relation to Julia Roberts, <laughs> Brandy Roberts. Is, I mean, can you just tell? What
3: are the to listen
0: to the podcast, please? What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Ten dollars a month, you're getting a fucking patriarchy wine glass, and God bless you. <laughs> Oh, I thank hate you all. Get it together. We're so close.
2: <laughs> Lindsay Rosser.
3: You're at the top of our Rosser. <laughs> thank you so much for your $10 a month. Beth Beyer. You buy our love and we love
0: yep. you. <laughs> yep. We allow it. <laughs> Katie Davis. Uh, direct relation to Gina Davis, I'm assuming. <laughs> Uh tell Gina to watch the pod or watch, listen to the podcast, and thank you for your ten dollars a month. Oh. And Monica,
2: no last name. I assume you're best friends with Brandy. Monica. (laughs) So good. I love that name. Shout out to
3: Melodious Moose. You need no name. (laughs) Quip. What if that was their given name? Melodious it. Moose. It could. Melo- I mean, look at Peekaboo Street. That's just Excuse cruel. me? Who's that? The uh, really? skier. There's a skier named Peekaboo Street. Real yeah. name. Good lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lucy, good okay. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's no Damien Faye, but we'll take
3: it. <laughs> it
2: is no Damien Faye. Thank <laughs> you. Chris-
0: Christy Rush. For rushing on over to Patreon and setting up a $10 a month donation. You're such a sweetheart.
2: Mm, you're making us blush, Christy Rush. You're mm. making
0: blood rush to our genitals. <laughs> okay. Our Kicking 13 pounds of queen. genitals.
2: The trash queen level. <laughs> $15 a month. Thank you so much to Brooke Anderson. You're going to get Babbling, some dusty, Brooke. dusty garbage from my
3: house. Babbling, Extra dust Brooke. for you,
2: Brooke. You got a shook.
3: <laughs> <laughs> thank you matt camerate we camerate for your fan pick episode because you <laughs> increased from five dollars a month to fifty dollars a month damn hot damn hot, matt, damn. hot matt, diggity damn hot diggity matt and uh he already sent uh, his fan pick, and it's good y'all is it amazing it's it's unique it's we'll um, get to it Yo, Stay area. tuned in May twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh my god, we're so booked out. We will
2: have died of shrimp botulism by then for sure,
0: one hundred percent. Um, Katie, my love and Barker, Katie one of our Lord, Katie, absolute fave queens. Mm hmm. This beauty increased their donation mm-hmm. from one dollar to sixty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. We are literally not worthy. Mm-hmm.
2: No. Mm-hmm. What are amazing. you doing,
0: Katie? Do we need to do a welfare check
2: because <laughs> you're clearly unhinged? You're amazing. Mm-hmm. And love I you. love you so much. Thank you. All right. Second to last, but definitely not least. <laughs> you you all may recall <laughs> a couple weeks back when uh, we attempted to pronounce this beauty's name. Got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Ashley... Go Hagen. Okay. There's like 18
0: extra G's in there. Yeah. I thought it was
2: Goffigan. Go We're still butchering it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ashley has given us generously a $75 once off donation saying y'all totally butchered (laughs) my name, but hilariously so. So here's the $75 donation anyways, because y'all gals are amazing. Went to the DC show and please tour through here again.
0: Still isn't a swamp.
2: Still not a God swamp. God bless. Still
0: not a
1: swamp. Um, Love you, Ashley.
2: For anyone we will definitely be
0: back. who doesn't have context, Ashley does give on Patreon monthly and said they would give a $75 donation once off in addition if we could pronounce the name, but we clearly failed. So she's Didn't. being a total sweetheart. It's super giving, giving us the money
3: anyway. <laughs> Amazing. Go, Go figure. Go figure. Go figure. Go <laughs> figure. Uh, and, of course, special thanks to our sponsor, Talkspace. For $45 off your first month, go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals. Treat your brain. Treat,
0: Treat it. it. See you next week, you sweet
1: turds.
0: <laughs> My little skinks. Ew. <laughs> shrimp.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get or shrimp dongs. right now. We got
0: to go. We got to go.
2: <laughs> so Bye. Angry. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hi, Wine and Crime listeners. You're obviously here because you cannot get enough true crime. In fact, if you're being honest with yourself, you're probably a true crime addict, which is why you should check out the show that I host called Crime Junkie. With over 5,000 five-star reviews, we are the straightforward, storytelling crime podcast you've been craving. I cover everything from well-known cases, like in episode 20 where I share with you everything Serial didn't tell you about Adnan's case, but I also cover unknown cases like episode 18 about a killer who murdered a young girl in a small Indiana town and taunted the community with notes for over 16 years. So if you need a true crime fix while you're waiting for the next episode of Wine and Crime, check out Crime Junkie every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.